Welcome to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. We can't wait for you to hear today's episode, so let's get to it. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Jensen and I are sitting here talking about life updates to each other that we're giving on the podcast, and then I'm like, wait, wait, don't tell me. You need to tell me on the podcast so I can really react. So today we are going to be having a special guest on and we're super excited about that but first let's share a few life updates so Jensen tell me yours because we were already getting into okay, it okay so. yeah it's best for the live reaction tour especially when they're big life updates yes. and mine isn't well mine's not a huge life update for me but it is for my dad so if you're from the Punxsutawney area you know who my dad is Mr. Brad Constantino you know he is like the the he, man the myth the legend the man of the, Brad. Punk, the Punxsutawney school district he has been teaching since he, he knows was, everyone he, he literally is. knows everyone everyone he's the socialite of Punxsutawney he really is I always he say is. like are you ever gonna be in the inner circle like I've said because he should and the inner circle for people who don't know is like the guys who pull the groundhog out yeah. at the knob and you know what it's kind of a big deal you wear a top hat you're in On pictures TV? nationally yeah and Brad would be perfect for I feel it. like he would be I've said that to him so we'll see one day um but also if you hear something in the background it's our coffee maker going because we are being cozy while we record so exactly. sorry about that but um, Go ahead, so my dad is retiring from teaching, which is crazy. He's taught in the school district since he was 22 or 23. Um, yeah, his life. He literally is, if you've been through the Punxsutawney School District, you know him. You've probably had him as a teacher. He's taught different history classes. He was my seventh grade history teacher. He was my teacher. He's the best. But he's retiring, and I'm so happy for him because he's, like, poured his heart and soul out into He's a great teaching. teacher. He's a great teacher. He's also been, like in charge of so many sports like the yeah. coach and stuff he's just really been so good for the district yeah which i don't think that's a good way i think he'll still keep coaching yes. everything because that's he just, life for him he right? also just what else is he gonna do so <laughs> um yeah so i actually came out this weekend one to record the podcast but two because they're doing a retirement party for him oh yeah so i'm super excited i got him a cute little wine glass that says like retire it says this cute thing on it my dad's like getting into wine now so we got wow like, we got like a retirement bar- things right? i know right? he's sophisticated he now. is so yeah so it, by the time this airs he will be a retired man um which just be nice for them come my parents coming to visit me because my mom like works from home so yeah so she's flexible but my dad like during the school year it's kind of hard so it'll be nice Aww. for them to come visit us they'll just, be there all the time you'll just come yeah, home like, and they'll be like Ooh, what oh hi <laughs> hi guys like yeah we just drove down three and a half hours <laughs> Um, so that's like my life update, more my dad's. But my other little thing is I'm having this urge to run a race, whether that's a half marathon or a marathon. I've just had this like running the, uh, the chokehold running has on you once you are a runner and then you quit. You uh, always like feel like you have to come and back. And we just had dinner with our friends, Austin and Mackenzie, and they just did a half marathon and they're just, they're like into running right now. And I, we just had good conversation with them, and mm-hmm. after that, I'm like, I need to sign up for a race. But here's what's holding me back: we have 11 weddings this year, <gasps> and our weekends are like so jam packed. I've been searching for races to run, and there's literally none the weekends that were free. So I don't know oh if God's gosh. saying like, wait till next year, or like, do I just like find some random one? But I, the one that I could do is the Philly Marathon or Half Marathon, which. I'm considering doing so more info on that I've done the Philly Marathon twice Mm -hmm. now it's a really good race it's a really awesome crowd um it is November so the weather can be eh and the last 13 miles is out and back so it's kind of not the most fun part but it's super flat and like the whole like 
race environment and Logan really wants to like cheer me on. Oh, I thought you were going to say become a runner and I was like, oh, really? (laughs) That will never happen. And if it does, I was going to be shocked. Okay. We talked about running a 5k together. He said, I'll do a 5k. So I'm going to hold him to that. Um, but he wants to like experience me running like a real race. Like the fact, like the the finish line. Yeah. And, oh, I, and, so I want, and I want him to experience that, too. Because so. your other marathon that he was there for was during COVID. So, so then it was, like, run on your own type yes. of thing, and it and still he counted. Did, and he did cheer me on. But like, it wasn't, like, yeah, race finish line race thing. race finish line. So I don't know if that'll happen. It's kind of, like, what I'm feeling right now. So we'll see. But, yeah. I know. I've been feeling, like, am I in my running year again? I know. But I also and love. And I'm busy, so then yeah. I'm, like, I'm not. And I love I my. Pe- be. I love my pure bar classes. I love lifting and power training. Like, I, and, like, how do I fit everything in? And I truly. And, like, not overdo it. Yes. Yeah. And I love exercising. Like, some people don't enjoy it. I truly love it. So it's, like, how do I incorporate all this in on top of, like, my 1,700 other things? But it's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> But yeah, that's me. Tell me you, Rachel. Uh, well, I have a, a funny add-on there. Jensen was talking about her dad having a retirement party. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know. And I was like, my husband's been golfing with her dad because my husband's a huge golfer. Her dad's a big golfer. Um, my one cousin who moved back recently is, like, good friends with Jensen's dad for some reason. Oh, Seth. And, yeah. Seth. <laughs> and so, and then my husband's been golfing with him. So then Jensen's dad has been there golfing sometimes too. And he was telling me, yeah, Brad's having a retirement party. I was like, okay, this is weird. You have Jensen's dad's life updates for me. But he, my husband also has golfed the worst rounds of his life with Jensen's dad. So, um, I don't think he wants to golf with your dad. <laughs> my, my, my dad's the issue. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> the issue. He's very distracting. <laughs> well, that's what I told him. I was like, I think you're chatting too much and you can't focus. Because normally my Logan golfs like all by himself and is so like in the zone. Like he's oh. really serious about golf. And he's been going with this group of friends. And like sometimes your dad has been there, other people. And I'm like, yeah, that's a very distracting group. I don't think... I don't think you're able to focus enough. Oh, if Seth and my dad, like, they're, like, uh-huh. the most talkative people ever. <laughs> I know. Like, he's definitely not focused, so that makes 100%. Yeah. Um, my life update, though, is just, like, simple and sweet. It is actually something I think you guys might be interested in. We had talked about I was in the search for good hair care that was natural. So this is, like, an ongoing lifelong search. Well, I have someone I follow on Instagram that had shared about this brand that they used. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. Um, And so I ordered it and I've been using it for a couple months now. Um, It's called Kalia, I think, C-A-L-I-A, natural. And I got their shampoo, conditioner, and leave-in conditioner bundle. And my hair has never been healthier, shinier, and it's not greasy at all, which is normally the issue I have when I Mm -hmm. use natural shampoo. I've only been washing once a week, not having any issues with that. The leave-in conditioner is better than it's a 10. I am obsessed with it. I really, truly am. The only thing is the shampoo is not sudsy, and I love a sudsy Mm -hmm. shampoo. It's, like, almost like aloe, so I have to, like, put globs on my scalp and rub it in, and then it's, like, gone as soon as it's there. So I feel like, is my scalp really getting clean? But my hair feels so clean and so healthy that I'm loving it and like would highly recommend. So it has worked good for my hair. I know that um, everyone's head and hair is different. So that might not be the case for you. But for me, it's been like a game changer. So would highly recommend trying them. If you have any questions, shoot us a message and I'm happy to answer. Um, They are a small company 
and they make small batches so they're often out of stock too so please don't go buy it all because i need my shampoo um which i kind of like like their method or like theory is like the bigger a company grows the worse the quality gets because they like outgrow the ability to have good quality so they want to stay small they don't want to be this huge company so it's my secret company i'm sharing with you so please don't take all the product from me (laughs) but i would highly recommend them and love them oh so fun yeah so that's my life update but i think we should get into the episode we have a guest today and we're super excited to introduce her okay guys so today we have chloe here she is a chiropractor um and she is a listener of our podcast and we love her love following along with her i've actually been going to her recently for some chiropractic needs and she is amazing so chloe would you tell us a little bit about yourself yes well first i just want to thank you guys for having me on um as i already talked to you guys before I am a big listener of your kind of, kind of crunchy podcast, so I've learned so much from you guys already. So I really appreciate you guys having me on here, and hopefully I can teach some people some things about what I know. So as you guys said before, my name is Chloe Castile, but I just got married in August, so <laughs> Chloe Castile Stormer. I go by both because when you live in a small town, people know you as no. your maiden. <laughs> um, yep, I got married in August to my husband, Dave. He's awesome. I love him. Um, I live in Dubois, Pennsylvania. I have two kitties. Their names are Boo and Jack. They're very cute. cute Yes, yeah. (laughs) If you know my husband, you know he's like a cat and I'm a dog. So, (laughs) yeah. So funny. (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm really passionate about just health in general, specifically women's health Mm -hmm. um, and fitness. I started a young women's group actually in Dubois. It's called Nevertheless, She Persisted. And that's all about just focusing on women's health a little bit more too. Um, I wanted women away, or w- I wanted a way for women just to learn and make more informed mm-hmm. de- decisions about their health. I am a chiropractor, as you said. I graduated from Palmer College in Florida in 2021, and I currently practice at Castillo Chiropractic Center in Dubois. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> yes, and her women's group. It was like, I just randomly got added to this Facebook group, invited from someone, and it was like, there's all these hundreds of women in it, and I was like, what is this? And then it's Chloe started this group, and it's just all these women sharing about like natural things they're doing for their health, or just having discussions around health and wellness in there, Mm -hmm. and it's just great because, you know, like Facebook is a way you can join groups like that Mm -hmm. and kind of like get more insight or information or connect with people. And there's so many women in it. And I'm, I'm like 30, 45 minutes from Dubois where mm-hmm. Chloe's at. And there's still so many people from my town in there that I know. And um, it's just been really great to be in there. And I've loved it. And I know so many of the other women have. And Chloe's always putting little prompts in there that starts <laughs> yeah. discussion. And they're so wonderful. No, I always read them. Like, obviously, I live like four hours from like Dubois. So yeah. I'm not there. But I'm in the group. And I mm-hmm. love like when you put the prompts in and it's just so cool to hear everyone's like stories and experiences Mm -hmm. because a lot of things like health-wise or just anything you sometimes just feel like you're alone going through it and it's Mm -hmm. so nice to hear like 
women sharing what they've done or how it's helped yep. them. And it's just cool to have like that, like even community. On, online community. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that's actually the reason I kind of started it in the first place. I see a lot of young women at my office. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that you kind of have your three, four friends that you graduated <laughs> high school with uh-huh. from your small town, and you don't really branch out a lot after yep. after you become an adult. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a really interesting thing just to kind of get those people together, mm-hmm. learn new things, especially when you're in different stages of your life mm-hmm. that your friends might not currently be going through, yes. like pregnancy or postpartum. It's nice to have other groups of people who have already went through that to just mm-hmm. share some ideas with. So I'm happy you guys are learning yeah, some no, stuff from it. I've learned so much too. So <laughs> it really is an awesome thing. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, we're loving it. So let's talk a little bit about you being a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Um, how and when did you get interested in it? And I know there are many chiropractors in your family. So what was it like growing up in a family of many chiropractors? Mm-hmm. So how I became interested in it was actually, I am the 14th chiropractor in my family. 14th. Yes. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. <laughs> so it started with my grandfather and then, you know, I have uncles, cousins. My father is a chiropractor. So yeah. he was really the inspiration for me to become mm-hmm. a chiropractor. And that was all just because he loved chiropractic so much and he still does he came home every night just happy to be a chiropractor happy to have these patients who he was helping in a natural more holistic way without the interventions Mm -hmm. of drugs and surgery starting so I just grew up really being so passionate about chiropractic in general I first became interested probably in around first grade um, do you know those forms oh. where you fill out what do you want to be when you're yeah, yeah. not kidding? First grade the whole way up, mine was chiropractor. Wow. I think maybe, I think in kindergarten <laughs> I was vet, so I must have been really an animal <laughs> that year, but everything past first grade, I, I wanted to be a chiropractor, so I knew from the very beginning and that never really went away with That's me. Awesome. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was definitely something I always really was inspiration or had inspiration about was becoming a chiropractor yeah and you had so much wisdom in your family to Mm kind of like help you know which route to go or to be able to like get real life job shadowing experience because I think a lot of times you're like well I might want to do this but then you have Mm -hmm. no idea what it really looks like in the real world but Mm -hmm. to have that example of your dad doing it and loving to do it and feeling so fulfilled every day like so many people don't have that from their job yeah. that I'm sure that just made you want to even more do something like that that 100%. was so rewarding and fulfilling. Yeah, and when I was doing my preceptorship, which is kind of an internship mm-hmm. but for chiropractors, um, I actually shadowed a lot of my cousins. So it was really <laughs> cool to be like, oh, okay, I kind of want to take a little bit of what they do yep. from this. And it, it was a really nice thing to have people I trust yeah. to just shadow. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, that was awesome. That's so cool. So going into like your specific chiropractic practice, do you focus on a specific type of client? Um, and if so, like why do you choose to do that? Or just like what is the, your specialty, I guess, with chiropractic? So being in Pennsylvania, I see everybody. I see from babies mm-hmm. the whole way to the elderly, <laughs> men and women, everything in between. I always say my favorite patient to see is a patient with a spine. So I I really love to see all demographics, but the patients that I see most, and I guess my favorite patient is really just young women. And that's just because I am a young Mm -hmm. woman. So I feel like I can relate to a lot of the things that they present with. But not only that, I see them for just physical goals that they want to achieve in the gym. Maybe it's new fitness goals, but also headaches, migraines. I see a lot of pregnant patients with 
sciatica, low back pain, and then even postpartum patients. So I really like to see them throughout that whole journey and help them in the best way I know how. And I always try to keep educating myself on just different things that my patients present with because I want to be on your side, on your team, somebody that can really help you through each process. So yeah, that's really my favorite patient to see. And not only that, I noticed that a lot of people grow up going to a male chiropractor, which is great. But I do notice that with male chiropractors, they might not be able to relate to the things that (laughs) females have going on. And not just that, but sometimes female patients feel a little bit more uncomfortable talking about (laughs) certain things with a male Mm -hmm. chiropractor that you know, they feel a little bit more comfortable talking to a female, so. For sure. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I want to make sure we add in, like, the, your, um, Instagram that Mm -hmm. you, you post on. Mm Mm-hmm. They feel like she is always popping off with all these great videos. It's like, do these things to help. And it's like, I learned so much just from like the Instagram things you post. So thank thank you you for posting those. But I think think our listeners will love to see that because there are like so many things you can do for your spine, like Mm -hmm. even not going to the office, but just little things like to incorporate into your life. Like a hundred percent holistic approach. Yeah. And I actually started those for patients because I give them all of these stretches, exercises Mm -hmm. on, you know, going throughout their treatment plan and then they always come back the next day and they're like, I don't exactly remember how to do that. And I'm like, I'm going to stop this in its tracks and I'm going to make some videos to really help them throughout their journey. And I always say, if you're doing work outside of the office too, that only helps you heal better, Mm -hmm. heal faster with the adjustments that we're doing in the office. So I'm happy that even people not patients are getting getting some understanding from that. I recently saw somewhere online that someone shared like, your pregnancy uh, starter pack Mm -hmm. for like professionals to see Mm -hmm. and I loved that chiropractic was on there because I feel like that's missed sometimes of people are like okay see the doula the midwife like all these people Mm -hmm. but getting set up with a chiropractor I mean I have not been pregnant so Mm -hmm. I don't personally know but I have some friends who have Mm -hmm. for both yourself as a pregnant woman but then also once your baby's born like think about that baby coming out of that birthing canal something's gonna get out of place somewhere (laughs) their bones aren't quite like solidified in place and they're like all squished yeah and then as a woman with like I know how your hips are positioned and stuff Mm -hmm. I've heard and I'm I'm sure you know more about this Mm -hmm. but chiropractic care can really help to position Mm -hmm. your hips to help you birth and open that birthing canal before giving birth. So yes, yeah. definitely adding a chiropractor to that list of like people you want to be seeing when you're trying to conceive, when you're pregnant, yes. and then even postpartum, mm-hmm. I think can can really be a game changer for a lot of women that might not have considered that. Yeah, you're really talking my language. Even when you said <laughs> trying to conceive, yeah, I see a lot of patients who are just trying to conceive. We're trying to make everything a little bit more balanced in your body. So mm-hmm. Basically, your body has a great homing device for a baby. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point in seeing patients throughout their entire pregnancy is you Mm -hmm. want everything to be balanced in your body, especially when you're about to have a baby in 10 months, nine months, whatever it may be. (laughs) You want your body to really be a hospitable area for that baby, but then you want it to be something that you can eventually have the baby in. (laughs) Your body is just able to do those things in a very easy and natural way instead of having those imbalances that a lot of us get during pregnancy so for sure Mm -hmm. absolutely so chiropractic care is interesting in that it's considered alternative medical intervention yet it's also like recognized Mm -hmm. widely in the western healthcare system um and it's covered by a lot of insurance Mm -hmm. on like a lot of different forms Mm -hmm. of medical alternative medical intervention so 
Can you tell us some of the ways that chiropractic care can benefit the everyday person as Mm -hmm. a preventative or healing intervention for them? Okay, so I love this question because a lot of the times people's first experience with a chiropractor is because they have pain. But my favorite patient to see is somebody before they have mm-hmm. pain. So this is, a, this is a really great question that you're asking. I am a research person, so I personally love, we love pulling that. up. We I was going to say, I personally love pulling up some actual facts. So I'm going to read just one. This is a study from Palmer College. So this is the college that I went to. Uh-huh. They said that an estimated 90% of all world-class athletes routinely use chiropractic care. And that's wow. to actually prevent injuries and boost their performance. So... If you think about it, if the world-class athletes are doing it, you should probably be doing it. That's the way I like to think of things. So another study also said that athletes showed a 6.12% performance increase after receiving chiropractic treatment. So that's another big thing is people are... Every big team, if you see a professional team, most likely has a chiropractor on staff. And a lot of athletes actually get adjusted in the middle of games, in the middle of matches, because they understand that their performance is increased with chiropractic care. So um, even with cervical spine manipulation, which is just adjustments, uh, it was associated with significant improvements in headache outcomes in trials involving patients with neck pain, neck dysfunction, and headaches. I think a lot of people think headaches are are normal because they're so common Mm -hmm. but just because something's really common doesn't mean it's normal and a lot of the times we see patients with migraines and headaches get great relief with Mm -hmm. chiropractic care so I I've always gotten adjusted I've always felt when my body needed an adjustment Mm -hmm. so my whole thing is let's optimize your function your performance Mm -hmm. and get you on the right track before there's a problem Mm -hmm. so for sure I know I can tell when I'm like oh my gosh, I need adjusted. Like Mm -hmm. recently I was like, my hip is just like locked up. Mm -hmm. I can tell. And Mm -hmm. there is nothing better than like that crack and pop at the Mm -hmm. chiropractor that you're like, oh, I needed that so bad. Yeah. And going along with that, I always tell patients, there's always signs before there's symptoms. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people kind of are like, oh no, it's it's nothing, it's nothing. Mm -hmm. And then the (laughs) symptoms come along. So if you can go to a chiropractor when you're just seeing some signs like, something doesn't feel right that's the best time to be seeing a chiropractor instead of there's a problem right now you know and I definitely think about like all the wear and tear our body goes through regularly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that like we don't always stop to think about the impact of that I know a lot of the people who listen here really care about their health and wellness so Mm -hmm. they're doing things like exercising Mm -hmm. and maybe things like running or lifting weights and that's all good Mm -hmm. But there is wear and tear that happens on your body. There's ways we turn. There's ways that our body gets some, uh, like, balance off or Mm -hmm. or isn't quite as aligned. And so even if it's like you're not in severe pain from something, Mm -hmm. I think definitely as a preventative measure to use a chiropractor just to keep everything like you were saying. If we want to be athletes, I know we have a lot of moms and Mm -hmm. people like that, but consider that, like, you need to be athletic for that too. Yeah. You need to be like an athlete to take care of those kids and chase mm-hmm. after them and just to do your day-to-day job. And I think um, just making sure that your body's in the best place and mm-hmm. position it can be also helps prevent disease and other issues down mm-hmm. the line Yes, yeah. if we're taking care of ourselves as a preventative measure rather than waiting until things build up that we need like 
some type of drug or some type of surgery mm-hmm. in the future. So yeah, getting ahead of it. A hundred percent. And my whole philosophy behind chiropractic care is, yeah, a lot of people do think of us as neck, low back pain doctors, mm-hmm. but we really like to think of ourselves as those nerve doctors that mm-hmm. exit your spine and go and travel and innervate different parts of your body, your muscles, your organs. Yeah. So if we're adjusting your spine and hopefully getting those nerves to really do what they're supposed to be doing better and optimizing that function, your body is innately going to feel better because Mm -hmm. of that. So yeah. And, uh, you even mentioned without the use of drugs or surgery. So I have one more stat for you, (laughs) Please, but those (laughs) with pain. So this is more people who saw a chiropractor as an initial provider for low back pain. They actually had a 90% decreased odds of both early and long-term opioid use, which, wow. Yeah. I think is really awesome because obviously we know a little bit more about the opioid epidemic Mm -hmm. now, but if you can avoid that in the early stages, my biggest thing is always try conservative options first. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I would do for myself, yeah. for my family. So I hope that's a lot of people's route is let's try the more conservative before we have to do those yeah. more in-depth interventions. Absolutely. And that's kind of like headaches that you mentioned mm-hmm. where I think a lot of people, like once they start to suffer with something like severe migraines, yeah. are like, okay, I need to go to the doctor. And a lot of times the route the doctor's going to take is, well, we can put you on this medicine for it and see Mm -hmm. if that helps. And then if it doesn't, we can do some sort of scan or something. But I think chiropractic could be an awesome first step rather than going on the medicine because you're able to go see and maybe you just have something like a nerve crunched Mm -hmm. up in there that needs released. Mm -hmm. And that could give you an awesome relief from those headaches so why not try it yeah before going on the medicine and then being dependent on a medicine yeah and in some states they actually make you go see a chiropractor before being prescribed oh, interesting yeah and i i think that's on, really PA. I, <laughs> I don't know where pennsylvania is in that yet but it is actually really interesting because they're noticing that a lot of patients or a lot of people just have these problems that could be resolved by mm-hmm. more conservative mm-hmm. interventions instead of having to go straight to, you know, the pain relief medication. So very interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I also, one thing when you're talking about the wear and tear on our bodies, mm-hmm. I think we sometimes think about like doing athletic things or if we're picking up something, but like I ultimately think of like sitting at a desk all day. Yes. I, I catch myself when I'm like scrunched over my computer and my neck and yep. back hurt and I like I need to get up and walk around and it's yeah. like it's so insane how so many people have these desk jobs and mm-hmm. they're I'm sure you just like oh, yeah. cringe thinking about the posture <laughs> and how yeah. bad that is for us yeah actually a lot of patients do come in with that ex- exact issue they have a desk job and I don't blame you you have a desk job that's mm-hmm. something you have to do for your mm-hmm. livelihood but it really is the worst thing on your body (laughs) a sedentary lifestyle meaning just sitting at a desk or having to do that every single day is actually a lot of the times worse than a labor intensive job Mm. to me because at least when you have a labor intensive job you're working different Mm -hmm. muscles you're able to kind of work through those problems a little bit more because you have the mobility and less restrictions i'm not saying that's not also going to cause you trouble in the long (laughs) run but a sedentary life or a sedentary desk job is, is ultimately the thing that brings people into the chiropractor first. And that's just because mm-hmm. your body has so much gravity being forced on one area of your spine. Mm-hmm. So a lot yeah. of the times we do see the low back problems with that because nobody has perfect posture while they sit. And sometimes we even <laughs> see carpal tunnel because people are on their mouse all day wow. and having to move it around. Wow. So there's a lot of different things that a desk job can 
can kind of cause you problems with. So that's going to be something I'll talk to you guys about and just how to prevent that a little bit more too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we'd love that. Mm -hmm. Knowing though that women's health Mm -hmm. and pelvic um, floor care is something you are passionate about, can you tell us a little bit more about why pelvic floor care is so important for women Mm -hmm. and how working with a chiropractor can help with that? Yes, of course. So I'm just really passionate about women's health in general and as I saw women coming into the office, I always kind of ask certain intake questions. A lot of those are, are you having any incontinence? Are you having Mm -hmm. any bladder leakage, anything like that? And a lot of my moms or even a lot of my pregnant patients did and they were kind of told just, hey, okay, do Kegels. And that was it. Like that was kind of the end of the conversation. (laughs) And so I always like to educate myself on topics that my patients usually come in with. So I started to learn more about the pelvic floor and how Mm -hmm. I can kind of help these patients or give them the proper resources or referrals. And so that was my initial interest in the pelvic floor and and helping these specific Mm -hmm. patients. But um, I think a lot of people are kind of confused on what even is the pelvic floor. Yes, yes. (laughs) Um, Before chiropractic school, I'm going to be honest, I probably didn't have a very big understanding Mm -hmm. what the pelvic floor was either. But for those of you who don't know, it's it's the bottom of what we consider the core muscles, okay? So it's kind of just that base of your core. It's a hammock-like group of muscles that just run from your pubic bone in the front, and then they go to your sacrum or your tailbone in the back, and mm-hmm. then your sit bone to your sit bone from side to side. So that's exactly what the pelvic floor actually is. And um, do you want me to go off into like, I, I have big tangents. So if you yes, want me to go off, you okay, would love it. Yes. Much better coming from you, okay, a professional, us trying, this than okay. us explaining it. Okay, perfect. So <laughs> if, you, if you don't really know what the pelvic floor is or what it does, so we'll kind of go into what it does a little bit more. So since it's the bottom of your core, it's mm-hmm. actually supporting your bladder, your bowel, and your uterus. And it plays an important role in just bowel and bladder control and just overall sexual function. So if it's not working properly, you may have leaking from the bladder, from the bowel, when coughing, sneezing, or lifting, which is a lot of the times why you hear a mom jumping yes. on a trampoline like she peed herself. That's just like considered normal that yeah. all moms mm-hmm. can't go on trampolines or they're yeah. going to pee their pants, yeah, right? 100%, which I, I always say, just because something's common doesn't mean it's yes. normal. So. And we love that. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so um, why it's so important, I... I think it's important during all stages of life but it's really really important dur- during your actual prenatal so your yeah. pregnancy and your postpartum um because it's most vulnerable during those times if you think about it you have a big weight uh <laughs> that you didn't have before pressing on that bottom of your core mm-hmm. so those base muscles so that mm-hmm. takes a lot of the toll during you know actual pregnancy and even afterwards Think about how much stress that yeah. <laughs> that entire <laughs> muscle group is under when you're delivering. Yeah. So it's really essential to help l- to learn how to both strengthen and relax these muscles mm-hmm. both before and after pregnancy. I love that you say and relax because mm-hmm. that is a lot of what I hear is people are like, just Kegels, Kegels, yes, Kegels. Yeah. And that's not always the answer because mm-hmm. everyone's pelvic floor is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whether it is tight or yeah. loose, yeah. they're you everybody's pelvic floor is different Mm -hmm. so 
you might have a really tight pelvic floor and yeah. your problem is you need to learn to relax. Yeah. And then you're doing all these Kegels to strengthen it and get it tighter mm-hmm. and it's going to create more issues. Oh, so. 100%. Yeah, and I even like to, I think coming to a chiropractor is sometimes people's first something's wrong and I'm not understanding what's wrong. Mm -hmm. So I see a lot of patients who don't really know what's wrong. So even to give them the proper referrals to a pelvic floor uh, therapist is something I think is really Mm -hmm. important because they can do some internal work too if you do have like vaginismus or a really tight pelvic floor. So that's something I'm always going to tell you. I'm going to try to get you to the place that is mm-hmm. most proper, most essential mm-hmm. for you and your care. So a lot of the time, seeing a pelvic floor therapist is really important with that. But if it's just for overall maintenance, that's something that a chiropractor uh-huh. can really try to help you with too. And I think the combination of a pelvic floor therapist and a chiropractor mm-hmm. can be incredible yes. for helping mm-hmm. to take an all-on approach to yeah. helping that pelvic floor get where it really needs to be. Yeah, 100%. Because those muscles are connecting yeah. to that pelvis, mm-hmm. to that structure there yeah and that's chiropractic then as well with yeah. the way that moves so it's mm-hmm. all going to interconnect and affect you a hundred percent and you ask kind of how a chiropractor can help and that's the biggest thing is your pelvis throughout your entire pregnancy and postpartum shifts and changes so much mm-hmm. so again if we can just try to balance your pelvis mm-hmm. a little bit more it really does help to balance the connections of those muscles as well because if you think about it they have connections to your pelvis. Mm -hmm. So if we're helping move and kind of line up those areas a little bit better, it really does help support those muscles even a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's really essential to see a chiropractor throughout pregnancy at least (laughs) and postpartum. If you're going to see a chiropractor during any stage of your life, I'm hoping you see one during all stages of your life, but really make it pregnancy and postpartum mm-hmm. because yeah. your body changes so much in those 10 months. Yeah. So yeah. So much shifting mm-hmm. and moving. Wow. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. That is awesome. That mm-hmm. is so much helpful info for mm-hmm. women too. I think even just your explanation of what the pelvic floor is yeah. and mm-hmm. where it sits and how it works mm-hmm. uh, for people who aren't familiar with it. I think it's a term, thankfully, mm-hmm. that is a, it's being more familiarized. Yeah, more People normalized. are knowing more about mm-hmm. the pelvic floor, mm-hmm. which I'd say even like 10 years ago, maybe even five years ago, mm-hmm. it just is like taboo. People yeah. weren't talking about it and and like women didn't even know that's an option if they're peeing mm-hmm. themselves yeah. or having issues after having kids. So I'm happy that mm-hmm. it's becoming more familiarized, but having professionals talk about it mm-hmm. who can really explain it well is important so that there's not misinformation about it mm-hmm. and so that women know what it is and what I should do to support myself yeah so yeah. Mm-hmm. that's so insanely helpful yeah I, yeah. I didn't know anything about pelvic floor mm-hmm. before this and, and I was and honestly like I was gonna do some research and I'm like I'm just gonna wait for Chloe to explain yeah. it to me way I'll better than <laughs> yeah but I'd be curious if I like would go home after this and ask my mom like did she do any pelvic floor therapy mm-hmm. when she had me because I can almost my mom guarantee didn't. I well yeah. it probably wasn't like a thing that anyone talked about it was just yeah. like yep you have a baby and your bladder is weak and mm-hmm. you pee yourself and that's normal and it's like just like the common normal thing like just because it's happening yeah. to a lot of people like there are ways to mm-hmm. prevent it and you can be proactive about it and I think mm-hmm. that's where chiropractic and pelvic floor comes in and it's such like a great combination together and Mm -hmm. I feel like just like you were saying like I'm so glad that like people are talking about it I feel like every mom that I follow on Mm -hmm. like Instagram is like talks about her pelvic floor therapy and how she's healing and I think Mm -hmm. that's amazing that we're not just like sitting in this pain yeah and you guys even mentioned like what are some things that people can actually do for themselves even with 
you know, not being pregnant or not being postpartum right now. And we talked about both relaxing and strengthening that pelvic Mm -hmm. floor. I always say learning how to engage those muscles is really the most important thing. So I actually learned this little technique. Um, It's from, her name is Holistic Health Physio. So I listen to Uh a lot of podcasts. I follow her. (laughs) Oh, okay, perfect. So I actually learned this technique and I go over it with a lot of my patients Uh because I think it really is essential. But she calls it, the flower bloom breath technique. So this is all about relaxing your pelvic floor. So this is really essential during actual delivery because if you think about it, Mm -hmm. you don't want those muscles to be really, really Mm -hmm. tight during the actual Mm -hmm. delivery process. So this is a great little visual and I'm a very visual person Mm -hmm. to kind of learn. So we can even do it together if you guys want. Okay, yes. So fun. (laughs) So what you want to think about is your pelvic floor, even like the vaginal muscles, being a flower, okay? So it's kind of it's woo-woo. beautiful. I love it. <laughs> I, love it. <laughs> I love to think of it that way. It's so beautiful. Any so. male any male listeners right yeah. now are like, oh, what am I listening to? <laughs> this could probably men have pelvic floors too. This could help. Yes. Them. <laughs> so uh when you inhale, I want you to think about that flower opening. So you're thinking about all the petals opening. Mm-hmm. So this is essentially your pelvic floor. You're going to think about your pelvic floor muscles opening and relaxing. So on an in- inhale, let's all do it. Did you kind of feel everything open? Mm -hmm. And then on an exhale, I want you to think about those flower petals remaining open. So that's just a really easy little beginner Mm -hmm. way to start engaging and relaxing those pelvic floor muscles. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love this. Yeah. And then in the opposite, this is... Have you ever heard of diaphragmatic breaths or anything yes. like that? TBA, okay. diaphragm. Yep. 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 So diaphragmatic breaths are really just essentially breathing with your belly over your chest. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times, especially as Americans, we're constantly breathing with our chest first. Mm-hmm. We're, we're trying to make our chest big and our belly small. It's, <laughs> it's, it's what we do. Mm-hmm. But when we do that, we're actually putting a lot of extra stress on our neck muscles. Mm-hmm. And we're actually creating tension in those areas which in turn creates stress on our bodies. Mm -hmm. So I always say to my patients, put one hand on your chest and one hand on your belly. And I want your belly hand to rise before your chest hand rises, okay? So, and then the opposite is true when you exhale. So your chest is gonna go first. And then your belly is going to go second. It's really hard when you first start. Uh Yeah. Yeah. So if you kind of start doing those diaphragmatic breaths, and then now we can focus on engaging our pelvic floor when we do them as well. So when you inhale and do that diaphragmatic breath, I want you to think about your pelvic floor, that hammock, coming up and in. Okay? Mm -hmm. So ready? And on an exhale, you're going to think about it going down and relaxing. So that's a great way to start focusing on how to strengthen those muscles a little bit. So now you have both the relaxation yeah. and a little bit of I'm the I'm just thinking of our listeners, like, doing this <laughs> along with us and loving it. I know. I'm always on a walk when you guys are, <laughs> when I'm listening to you guys so I could see myself doing it. If you're driving your car, please do not try this right now with both hands on your stomach and chest. Wait till you're done. Yep. No, I think that's so interesting. So I have been... I'm not trying to conceive mm-hmm. currently. I, it's a plan 
years down the road still. Yeah. But I still right now have been trying to focus on some pelvic floor care to prepare myself mm-hmm. for a healthier pregnancy, hopefully in the future. Yeah. So I've been focusing more on my pelvic floor and on breath work and on mm-hmm. some exercises for it. Mm-hmm. And I found it really difficult when I started doing it regularly yeah. to actually properly engage my pelvic floor. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was for years and I was really just taking big breaths in and sucking my stomach in. Yes, yeah. Which is not engaging your pelvic floor, yeah. especially during exercise. Like mm-hmm. I'd be lifting heavy weight and I'd just mm-hmm. be sucking my tummy in. I know. And that's actually the opposite of what you want to do. And yep. so to really practice and and find that feeling of almost that core being corseted in and that mm-hmm. pelvic floor being up and tight yeah and then it all releasing mm-hmm. has been really interesting because it's a completely different feeling than sucking in your yeah. stomach and so I I love the analogies you used of the flower mm-hmm. and our breathing in yeah. and breathing out yeah. that's so helpful it really really is well I hope some people can kind of understand it and get at least yeah. the basics of yeah. how to start engaging that mm-hmm. pelvic floor and I know you even told me you've been running a little bit more and trying to actively engage your pelvic floor a little bit more. And my biggest advice with that is start small. Like it takes a lot to really start (laughs) engaging your pelvic floor. It's like a muscle that you've never used before, Mm -hmm. never built before. And my advice is to try to just keep your mouth closed when running. And this is a big one because if you're kind of sucking in air and like gasping for air, you're not doing a great job of bracing your pelvic floor your Mm -hmm. core in general so if you're kind of just only breathing through your nose that's really helpful in just trying to slow your speed even a little bit and then focus on engaging Mm -hmm. those muscles a little bit more yeah and I think as a woman in general while exercising Mm -hmm. slowing down and thinking about that pelvic floor and the the form you're using and the way you're performing those Mm -hmm. movements is really important and that might mean going slower doing less weight with Mm -hmm. something running less distance and slower but focusing so much during that exercise Mm -hmm. on the way your pelvic floor is being engaged and released and how you're breathing and things like that Mm -hmm. and I think that's true athleticism is to focus on those things over just like viewing it as I need to get a workout in so I'm going to do this fast and Mm -hmm. haphazardly because that's how you hurt yourself and actually weaken the important muscles Mm -hmm. you need so Mm -hmm. really slowing down in those things and having that focus it's like when you're you're at the gym and lifting and I want to lift the heaviest weights and then my trainer's like actually we're going to focus on your form and cut your weight in half and I'm like Okay, but yeah. I have a, but I can I like, just took a hit. <laughs> I can lift more, but they're like, let's actually get your form right before we get there, and mm-hmm. it makes so much sense. But we're mm-hmm. just we want to be the best and achieve yeah. the most. But yes. like focusing on your form and posture is going to help us so much more in the long run. And I fall victim to this too. I'm going to uh-huh. be honest because I'm do. I'm a very <laughs> timely like I go to the gym for my certain amount of time and then I leave, and mm-hmm. so I'm trying to put as much as I can into the amount of time that I'm at yeah. the gym. But what I've been trying to do a little bit more lately is actually just focus on slowing down. Mm -hmm. If you slow your workouts down and actually, you know, do a squat for four seconds down, four seconds Mm -hmm. up, your body at the end of that is going to hurt a thousand times more than (laughs) if you got a few more sets in. So really just focusing on engaging those muscles, breathing through those workouts, Mm -hmm. you're going to gain so much more even if you do a little bit less technically. Yeah. People in the gym probably think I'm crazy sometimes because you will hear me breathing. I'll be doing like a big inhale Mm -hmm. and then a (laughs) exhale to 
mm-hmm. get that pelvic floor yeah. in tight before I lift heavy weights so mm-hmm. it's not loose and like mm-hmm. flopping all over mm-hmm. while I'm lifting that weight. Mm-hmm. But I'm always breathing in and out like that. But if I don't consciously do that before mm-hmm. lifting the weight, I'm just going to throw my back into that and have yeah. my core all out loose. So I have to be conscientious of yeah, it. You're bringing up so many things that I love talking about. <laughs> so diaphragmatic breasts are actually so essential during workouts too. I think a mm-hmm. lot of, like you were saying before, people are like, oh, I got to strengthen my core. So I'm just going to squat and like suck in everything. Yep. No, you actually want to brace your core a yeah. little bit more when you're squatting because then you are properly engaging those muscles. You are supporting your back instead of, you know, if you were sucking in, your back is like, oh no, I can't, uh-huh. I can't be supported by this. So yeah, really just focusing on breath work is the first first thing I would really recommend to mm-hmm. all of my patients or all the people kind of listening. Because if you start with that, you can really build on top of that. Yeah. Mm. So good. I'm like, yeah. thinking, I'm thinking about all my workouts and I'm like, mm, I'm doing a lot of things wrong, but, my, I'm, but I'm learning so much. This is my so good. suggestion to women in the gym is if you haven't focused on your pelvic floor, First off, maybe do some of the breathing techniques mm-hmm. that Chloe has shared. Start to try to focus on it and maybe don't even do any weight. Do one workout yeah. that's just like you are trying to brace that core. You're trying to engage it and release mm-hmm. it appropriately and do a squat with that because it's going to feel different than if you've been just using your back and keeping your core like mm-hmm. loose for it. Do some of those movements with that core brace so you know how it feels before you add in the weight Yeah, and then build up from there. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of my young women patients too, they are focusing on, they're really fit and they, they're Mm -hmm. doing great in the gym, but they're focusing on little things like this. And these are the things I love because Mm -hmm. working with a patient one-on-one to really help achieve those goals are some of my, my favorite things. So I I love that we're talking about this and kind of just going into the fitness realm a little Mm -hmm. bit more and how a chiropractor can even help with that. Yes. This is all, this is all so fun to me. And we can tell you're so passionate and just the education you're sharing here with us. I'm sure your clients are benefiting so much from because you're just giving us a snippet Mm -hmm. of all the wealth of information and education you have. And then to go to you one-on-one and be like, this is my particular body. You're doing Mm -hmm. x-rays you're seeing, you're feeling where that body's positioned and mm-hmm. able to give personalized advice yeah. to those people mm-hmm. of this is what you're doing in your life. This is where your body's at. This is where we need it to be. Mm-hmm. I think that's incredible because that's like custom care. That's what we all want yes. is to have a doctor who really knows our body and can yeah. help us with the things we need. So, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we know that chiropractic care can also help with things like postural alignment, which I just need to say that I've been sitting here and I've been trying to have better <laughs> she's posture. Watching me. She is totally telling me my posture is bad. Oh, it's okay. um, but it does help with all the aches and the cracks and things we all experience daily. So could you give our listeners just some general tips or habits that they can develop to just improve their overall health on a daily basis? Yes. So I love this question. Um, as I talked about before, I'm just really into overall health and fitness and not just for my patients, but for myself too. Mm -hmm. I think it's just great to be healthy. I have a very demanding job that's Mm -hmm. hard on my body. So whatever I can do to really help that I'm all behind. So my biggest one is just to keep moving. Uh, we talked about sedentary jobs a little Mm -hmm. bit. If you have a job at a desk, get up at least every half hour to an hour, please. And Mm -hmm. just move around, move Mm -hmm. your body in ways that sitting doesn't engage. Mm-hmm. So kind of do some squats, some high knees, some butt kicks, mm-hmm. jump jacks. I don't care. <laughs> uh, whatever you can to just really move your body differently. Yeah. Another 
part of that is just going on walks. I think walks are such an undervalued yes. exercise. Yes. Yeah, I and then fully believe that. Yeah, too. <laughs> and then you can focus on your pelvic floor a little bit when you do it and do all that great stuff. All as the well. habit stacking, pelvic floor yeah. walk. Yeah, watering. listen to your podcast. Yes, <laughs> that's what I do. I love working out, and listening to podcasts. But yeah, going on walks. Walks really help to engage all muscle groups. Mm-hmm. So it's a mm-hmm. it's a really great thing if you can just start small and then work your way up with some some nice walks um my other one is to start implementing strength training Mm -hmm. I think people are so scared of weights especially Mm -hmm. females Mm because when we used to walk in the gym with our you know our parents our moms were probably always on the elliptical Mm -hmm. or treadmill (laughs) and we kind of just learned from that and we only we didn't go to that other side of the gym the guy side yeah yeah the scary weight dropping side Mm -hmm. but no if you can just even start with small dumbbell weights just to really Mm -hmm. engage those muscle groups a little bit my biggest thing I say to my patients, even who are our age, maybe even a little bit older, is work those muscles now because those are going to be those muscles getting you off the toilet when you're when yeah. you're older mm-hmm. or playing with your grandchildren. Mm-hmm. You really mm-hmm. want to start implementing some some weight with squats, some dumbbell weight with you know biceps, just to start engaging yeah. those muscles. Start mm-hmm. small. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of my my two biggest ones. But if you want to go a little bit more in depth in, in some more, I, I would yes, 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 please okay. give us all the tips. Yes. We're not gonna... <laughs> okay, perfect. So my my other one is just to avoid fad diets. I think mm-hmm. there's all, there every couple years there's going to be the big one, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. <laughs> maybe they work, maybe they don't. That's, that's fine to each their own. If you want to do it, by all means, that's fine. But my thing is uh, just, you know what is healthy, you know? Mm-hmm. You know the foods that are going to help nourish you. Eat those foods. I my mom used to tell me you could either become full on healthy foods or you yeah. can become full on foods that are bad for you. Try to put a little bit more of those healthy foods into your diet. Focus on whole foods. You know, I I always laugh because that new thing came up about eating too much fruit. Yes, and I was just like, Are you kidding me? I didn't me? even see this. Oh yeah, yeah. it's too much sugar. It's I'm like... just like, if somebody tells you you're eating too much fruit. I would just walk away. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I really think that's just one of those silly things that if people are telling you things like, you're eating too many vegetables, like, oh my gosh, how terrible. <laughs> yeah. no, so just really focus on implementing more whole foods, implement, implementing more protein yeah. from actual foods mm-hmm. if you can, and then go to supplements if you have to. But um, yeah, just focus on those foods. Drinking more water mm-hmm. is a really, really big one, <laughs> especially in Pennsylvania. Nobody drinks water. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> Actually, I, like, I know people that go their whole day without water yes. every yeah. day yeah. and just can't stand the taste of it, which mm-hmm. if that's you listening, yeah. that's fine, but yeah. like drink that water. Yes. It's really not fine. I just, I can't understand it. But Add some lemon <laughs> or lime into it. I mean, at, yes. At, get one of those. I'm even not against those little circle water bottles. Yeah, if whatever you need, gets some water. I was going to say, if you need something in your water, at least just get the water. Yeah. yeah. Um, 75% <laughs> of Americans are actually chronically dehydrated. So if you think it's about crazy. that, you're probably chronically dehydrated. Yeah. yeah. So, Get wow. a little bit more water in you. That's that's so a really much of our bodies one. are water. Yeah, like yeah. ninety some percent yeah. or something. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. So that I don't quote me on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exact stat. And this this is like a little stat too. Dehydration is an uncommon in adults with no medical problems. So if you think about that, dehydration is uncommon 
in the people who have nothing wrong. Oh. So I want to be one of those people. Yes. And yeah, if, I don't want any medical problems. Yeah. So and I, I need know, to drink my water. Yes, a hundred percent. So just implement more water into your diet. Um, if you really want to try to start implementing, you know, some new health or fitness things, uh-huh. then this is for like maybe more advanced, whatever. But um, yeah, start supplementing things. I, I think it's really hard for people to wake up and take a, a multivitamin, which yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. I fall victim to that as well. But yeah, supple- supplement the things you may not be getting from your diet. Um, if you have a blood test that actually tells you what you might be deficient in, that's even better. But usually just starting with mm-hmm. a generic, or not a generic, but a good multivitamin vitamin would really help. I use Ancient Nutrition. I do too. I was going to say, I, was gonna say I know you mentioned that. And um, Dr. Axe is actually a co-founder of that. He's a chiropractor. Yes. So. I follow him. He's yeah, amazing. I have oh, I books from him and really yeah, like him. His podcast is amazing yes. too. So um, yeah. Ancient nutrition is one that I trust personally. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's going to be too. more expensive. If you're supplementing, get the more expensive things. Because honestly, mm-hmm. if you get the $5 bottle at Walmart, it's probably not doing what you want it yeah. to anyway. Yeah. So I know it's kind of a splurge to get the more expensive vitamins, but those are going to be the things that yeah. actually mm-hmm. help you. An so. interesting thing with that is a lot of probiotics you take die as soon as they enter your mouth. They don't even get to your stomach. Mm like before they're dead they're so it's literally a waste of money yeah so you want to look for a soil-based spore-based probiotic Mm -hmm. that's capsuled correctly Mm -hmm. so that you actually get the effects from it otherwise you're just throwing away money and I know ancient nutrition is a good one there's a few other brands Mm -hmm. um, but it is important if you are going to use supplements invest in good solid clean ones Mm -hmm. I love ancient nutrition too I use their bone broth protein powder oh okay and I'm a big advocate for trying to get as many nutrients as you can through food yeah yeah but realistically like living in Pennsylvania winters we don't always have all these fresh foods and vegetables and there are things we're lacking vitamin d is a huge thing we're all lacking Mm -hmm. here um so supplementing can be really helpful to Mm -hmm. improving our overall health and um, that's when I love to get a little extra protein in the bone broth for my gut, yes, all yeah. of those things. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think that's a great tip to start yeah. there. Okay. And then these are my like out there ones. <laughs> okay. No, we love that. We, okay. <laughs> we love to hear that. So you guys have talked about cold plunging before. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, I, I've been cold plunging. I have to think like for the last few months now, but I, I wow, do the shower one. So I don't have like oh, a big you're so brave. horse. Yes. Trunk. You're a strong woman now if you're doing um, the shower run. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. Like I hate it, but I love it. If yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> because afterwards, really. it's just as much physical for me as it is mental. Yes. I think for me, I just love to put my body through things that are hard for me because yep. it really is just a mental toughness mm-hmm. test. So the last, I take a nice hot shower and then the last, I try to do like around 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. I I used to do like a minute and 15, a minute and 30 every night. And then I was like, okay, Chloe, you gotta, you gotta build your way up. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> um, I'm around 45 seconds. I start where I just turn it over cold, even if I don't want to. <laughs> and then I put my face and my whole front of my body under the water, take some nice big diaphragmatic breaths, yep. exhale on an exhale. I'll put my face back under the water and then I'll turn around and get my whole back. And then I'll go to my front one more time and take a few more breaths. But that's a really good one because I, I read something and I don't know if this is actual research, but uh, they said that 
doing these actually it's it either re- releases serotonin or dopamine i think it's serotonin but it's mm-hmm. like a slow release instead of a quick release a lot mm-hmm. of the times if we do something that's satis- satisfactory mm-hmm. for us it's a quick yep. like release of serotonin mm-hmm. but this actually slowly releases oh. so you might have like a little bit of happiness a little bit longer yeah. than doing something Feel good throughout the day yes yeah. yeah and going along with that saunas are great too mm-hmm. so i always try to shoot for a around 10 minutes a week of a cold plunge and then my brother is lucky he has a sauna but I don't I have a friend that just got one and I was like oh I envy you yes, like, yeah. it's beautiful and she was showing me pictures yeah so if I'm feeling under the weather I'm calling my brother I'm like turn on the sauna and then I'm gonna go over and he's like okay it's on <laughs> so yeah trying to get some hot exposure and some cold exposure yeah. are really great things for that too and then I have one more yeah give it to so, us so meditation is mm-hmm. something that I've done in the past, but I haven't really, you know, jumped in Mm -hmm. with both feet. And now I've started to meditate a little bit more. And I'm not kidding you. As soon as I started to meditate, I noticed in my everyday life, which might be a little woo-woo. I don't care. If it worked for me, hopefully it works for some of you. I do, like, just little 10-minute guided Mm -hmm. meditations at the end of a night. I notice that my stress hits me at the end of a night more than, you know, Mm -hmm. any other time. So that's when I try to meditate. And just even positive affirmations. I'm talking to myself all day. I talk to myself the whole way over on the car ride. You're going to do great. You know, whatever, whatever. And you are doing great. Yes, you are. Well, thanks. It worked. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. You almost have to lie to yourself. You know, you almost have to build up your confidence Mm -hmm. so much. Talk to you like you'd talk to a friend. You know? Oh, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. So really just trying to give yourself the affirmations that you need in that moment. I I 100% recommend. And also, you know, Get some of those immune-boosting foods into your diet. Garlic, raw garlic, ginger, sauerkraut, yeah. whatever whatever it may be. But those are my – I'll stop because those are no, my big ones. Oh, my but. goodness. I feel like we could just go for hours <laughs> and you could give us so much goodness. But that's what I was saying is, like, you're giving us a snippet of everything you have to offer. Mm-hmm. And, like, working one-on-one with you it just has to be such a cool experience mm-hmm. for everyone because they're able to get that but customized to what's going on mm-hmm. with their body. Um, so yeah, this is just so helpful. I know our listeners are just loving it right now. I'm learning so much. Sorry. Jen's going to be going home, like breathing and Logan's going to be like, what are you doing? Like listen to the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, well, Chloe, do you have anything else you wanted to share, um, that we didn't hit on? Um, I guess my biggest ones are just stay active. Never be afraid to exercise or move. And even if that means like starting small and, you know, really implementing mm-hmm. a little bit at a time into your into your everyday life. That's that's really a big one. As far as chiropractic advice too, I get so much heat versus ice debate. Do you mm-hmm. guys hear about this? Everybody's always asking me, do I put heat on it or do <laughs> yeah. I put And it's hard. Yeah. There's so much research going back and forth. So yeah. my biggest thing is if you have an acute problem, meaning it just kind of happened, if you okay. twist your ankle a little bit funky or if you pulled something a little bit too too hard in the gym I always say start with ice because that will just Mm -hmm. decrease the inflammation so if you have like a lot of inflammation build up that's probably a good sign to use some ice as far as like muscle spasms or like a more chronic injury that's when Mm -hmm. I would go to heat but I personally like heat and ice back and forth there's Mm -hmm. actually different research that using both will vasoconstrict and vasodilate so Mm -hmm. That actually helps your body heal and then decrease inflammation and heal. So yeah. that's that's a good one. But 
but yeah, overall, I I just appreciate you guys for having me here. Oh. I, hope, I hope you the guys pleasure are is ours. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> we were so excited when like we found out you were coming on. We're like, she has so much knowledge. Oh. You're so personable. Like oh, I know you. that our listeners are loving every second of this and learning yeah. so much. Yeah. So thank oh. you. Oh, I Absolutely. appreciate it. But yeah, my. My last little thing is just get adjusted. Do not be scared of a chiropractor. I think so many people just see like the mm-hmm. TikTok of it all, which to each their own. If that's if that's something you enjoy, by all means do it. But chiropractic care is something that I'm just so passionate about. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not me that these people listening are seeing, seek out a chiropractor that kind mm-hmm. of relates to the things that you have going on or or just will help you with your everyday struggles of life because I do think it's something I will never go without is getting adjusted. So yeah, get adjusted, go mm-hmm. to a chiropractor, do not be afraid. And yeah, I, I'm i so happy you guys had me on. Yeah, <laughs> we are so happy too. I think that's wonderful advice. I know there's so many people that um, have a lot of experiences where they go to doctors and they feel kind of rushed through or not yeah. heard for their problems truly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can attest to going to Chloe. It's been a great experience of like, her taking the time and being like, what's going on with your body? Mm-hmm. What's going on with your life? This is where your body's at right now. This is why we're going to adjust you the way we are and how we're going to. And I think as like a patient, that feels so much more fulfilling than feeling like you're just being like a number quickly scooted out the mm-hmm. door. And um, for people who haven't gone to a chiropractor, I, I would highly recommend it, like Chloe said, to just go get adjusted and also like chiropractors can dip more into that area of like health and wellness and lifestyle and often do compared to when you go to a medical doctor who's like well this is the drugs we have or this is the procedure we follow and Mm -hmm. so I think it can just be super helpful and life-changing so oh thank you that's really sweet (laughs) well thank you guys for all listening today thank you again Chloe for being on this was such a fun episode um if you haven't make sure you subscribe to our podcast leave us a review if you haven't um yeah we're just so excited you listen along each week and yeah yeah. we'll share all of Chloe's info down in the bio and show notes so Mm -hmm. if you want to reach out to her schedule an appointment Mm -hmm. um or just follow her like Jensen said she's got great tips and cute little reels of Mm -hmm wonderful info online give her a follow yeah. so yeah you can follow me at Castile chiropractic center or well i guess it's just Castile chiropractic on instagram my personal is chloe stormy so yeah. um yeah i i appreciate you guys for having me thank yeah. you so yes. much yes. this was so fun <laughs> thank so fun. you all right thanks guys for listening bye bye Remember, although we talk all things health and wellness here, this is not medical advice and you should always seek out your medical professional for further questions. Thanks again for listening. Please remember to share, comment, and subscribe to help support our podcast.